can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Hey guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is where you're listening. This it's is Heather. Hup Days with Hubby. Hup Days with Heather and Hubby. Hi, Hubby. No, it's not Heather, it's Hubby. Hup Days with Hubby. <laughs> so a little fun thought for this morning or afternoon, where the hell time it is. So Andrea and Hubby were going back and forth on what to rename my podcast instead of Hump Days with Heather. I said we should do Pink Luscious. <laughs> And badass hubby hump days. And Andrea said we should do hump your face or hump in your face hump days with Heather and Chris. And I said Chris, because he doesn't like to be called hubby, even though I do. Cause That's he's because hubby. everybody at the at the industry shows or the pools fall shows, they all come up to me and it's like, oh my God, are you hubby? It's Hell like, yeah. fuck no, my name's not hubby. My name is Chris. I, I am an individual. It's hubby. Now, let me make it clear. All you ladies, don't be calling my hubby hubby. His name is Chris. If you don't know his name, ask. Only I can call him hubby. He's my hubby. That's all mine. Right? You and your flamingo shirt. That's hilarious. I love the flamingo shirts. Flamingos are big here. I like it. She made me take my other one off because it had the company I work for. I did. I did. She wanted me to do it shirtless. I did. He wouldn't do it, though. There you go. I like I like him shirtless. I mean, that's why I married you, right? Yeah, because I was always shirtless. Uh, what the hell? Isn't that a song? Give me so heartless. No, heartless. You're so heartless. Sorry, it's not a song. No, okay. I'm bad. Wow, Heather. I uh, know. Random. <laughs> I don't know. I just I have songs in my head today. Okay. Anyway, so back on topic here. I think that was a little stab there. <laughs> no. Are you trying to tell me I'm heartless. No, you're not heartless. Ooh. So let's talk about employees doing pools or work let's just say work in general on the side that's kind of the topic i want to talk about for this episode because chris has worked for two companies here in florida and the first one was just a temporary you know position uh just to get them through while their tech was going on vacay and then so we did that temporarily and their oh my god their process their procedure 40 years old, so they refused up. to make a change. They didn't even have a digital system at all. Oh Everything was still on clipboards and paper. It's like, ooh. So bad. And he had no idea where it was going. It was... I had to fix some of their shit. And I'm just like, look, how do you miss this? Like, here's this. And their their whole process is all done. I'm like, you just need to hire me from coaching because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. But they were like, no, we've done this for 40 years. I'm like, just because you've done something for 40 years does not mean it's correct. Things have changed. You can't be stuck in the past, right? Let's make that clear. Well, I mean, I use the example of vehicles. It's like, would you much rather drive a old car 
with gas prices high, or would you much rather drive a new technological advanced car that gets better gas mileage because the technology has grown? Yeah, for sure. No, they're like, no, I'd much rather do it the old way. Whatever, not my job. I don't care. He was there temporary. Anyways, okay, so both of those positions um, allow their employees, which is kind of weird to me. Like, they make you, well, they try to make you sign a non-compete, which, of course, we're not dumb enough to do that because they would immediately be a non-compete because of integrity, right? Because we do integrity as well for business coaching for that and my CPO class. And I can't, I definitely can't sign a non-compete teaching CPO and teaching CPI and and all that. So, and then hubby can't do it because he, you know, he helps me with the business coaching. He does the equipment side of coaching and I do the chemistry side and the business side and we can't, you know, so we can't do that. So that was, you know, a thing that we did for both of them. Like, hey, we, we're not going to sign a non-compete regardless, you know, whether it's temporary or whether it's permanent because we can't. And so they're like, okay, well, that's fine. We'll work, we work it. So we word it for them. And this position, he's got, how many people do things on the side? Um, there's only seven of us in this little bitty company. So I think there's two of them that does stuff on the side. So two that does things on the side. Two out of seven is a pretty, yeah. you know, that's pretty high for that balance. And I'm just kind of curious, like how, if, if they're making them sign a non-compete and they're doing shit on the side because of the non-competes that we read are basically, you can't work for another pool company. You can't start your own business. You can't go after the clients. You can't, you basically can't do anything in the damn industry for two years, which is asinine as shit. In my opinion, like, why Why would anybody sign a non-compete that states that? And some of the verbiages in this non-compete is just asinine. And a lot of people don't read the non-competes, right? They just sign and go and they're like, whatever, they're never going to find out. But let's say that one instance that they do and then they come after you, like one of the non-competes that we read was like, yeah, if we find this out, you're paying us $50,000 plus whatever expense is for, you know, the attorneys and what you did for that homeowner from day one. And I'm like, oh, you're fucking insane. Hell no. One, we're not going to do that anyway. So, I mean, for me, it's not that we're going to do it. It's just that liability. Let's say that client fires you and they hire me. You know what I mean? Does that be a non-compete because they fired you and then they hired me? And let's say they found me out of Joe Blo- Joe Blow's book. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, it's... Uh, I don't agree with the non-compete verbiage, in my opinion. And how does it how does it reconcile with allowing your employees to do things on the side? Because if you're going to do that, why make them sign a non-compete? Now, I get if you're trying to sign a non-disclosure or a non-solicitation or something along those lines where it protects your business asset and your intelligence and your integrity and your intellectual property, I fully am on board with that. Hell yeah, hands down, you've got to protect your business. But telling an employee that they can't do work for another pool company outside of your pool company on the weekends is just asinine to me. That's my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. That's why I refuse to sign any of that crap. Yeah, because it's just like they have a skill set, right? They 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 work their ass off. And if they want to go make more money on the sides, like, yeah, I mean, that's like telling me, even though I've been doing it for 20 plus years, if I'm not, if I refuse to work for you because you're short paying me, 
that I can't go get another job somewhere else because you fucked me over and made me sign a, a non-compete and now you're screwing with my paychecks? No, I'm not. Mm -mm. That doesn't work. No. So in Texas, non-competes really don't stand up unless you have the correct verbiage in there. Like you have to have airtight verbiage in Texas for that to work up. I had four attorneys look over my non-compete but my non-compete was nothing like that. It was basically just protecting intellectual property and our clientele list. And while it's a pain in the ass in Texas, like you've got to update your client list, you know, for this and make them sign it and read so often. And, you know, so it's a pain in the ass. Or if you're using a digital platform, you have to have certain words in there for that. And it's like all kinds of craziness. But that I can understand right and that's what we did and in texas we actually had to sue one of our old employees for that that completely did it on the side while he was still working with us like he did it on the side and no oh, he was using our equipment our chemicals to fund his own company yeah like we we started going through the chemical usage and we're like there's no way dude you're only doing eight pools a day but you're using this amount of you know stuff no hell no hey there hardworking contractors are you ready to take your business to the next level look no further than integrity consultants your partner in success imagine having a coach who's not just a textbook expert but a seasoned contractor with over 15 years of hands-on experience in the field that's right we understand the challenges you face because we have been there too our tailored coaching programs are designed to help you master the art of business from winning bids to boosting profits. We'll guide you through proven strategies that actually work in the real world. But it's not just about the numbers. We're here to help you build a thriving business that brings you joy and freedom. With Integrity Consultants, you'll gain the confidence to make those tough decisions and steer your company towards greatness. Join our community of successful contractors that's transformed their business with the expert guidance of Integrity Consultants. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. Ready to turn your dreams into reality? Visit our website at integrity-consultants.com and go to the client intake form or call or text us at 214-427-5803 to schedule your free consultation. Integrity Consultants, where your success story begins. Invest in yourself today and watch your business soar. It's not possible. That's mm, so why I know it's important that you keep up with your chemical logs, guys and gals, because that's how you're going to find them. And if they try to fidge the numbers, I've had past people try to fidge numbers and they lose track eventually. And when they do, and then the calculations don't add up or they bypass your pools to do their own pools. We've had that too. You know what I mean? So the chemicals do add up, but then you got customers calling in. Oh, you know, this is here, this is there. And then you start spot checking and it doesn't make sense, right? So there's ways to kind of catch people that try to do shit on the side that's not ethical. And you just got to be cautious of that and make sure that it is something that when you bring it up, you have proof, right? Because yeah. nobody likes to be called that if they're not. And just be, be professional about it. Yeah, the one thing I've noticed, the difference here versus Texas is... They have a lot of the mules here that they pull behind the, the trucks. And, What's a mule? Oh, the trailer. Yeah, the, trailer. the trailers. So they make an agreement that they don't do their pools during their normal business hours, which the owner would never know if they were or not. But um, that kind of keeps the chemicals out of their hands if they really don't do it during 
the business hours that they're supposed to be taking care of the other company and company trucks. So company trucks are left at the office. So nobody's driving them home and all this other kind of stuff. I have noticed that that's pretty regular here. Yeah. Ours is the same way. We let our guys take our trucks home, but we had GPS trackers on all of our trucks. So for us, I didn't really, I knew exactly where it was at and if it was tied to the battery or not, but obviously everybody can undo a GPS tracker. But that's why you make sure you have insurance for full coverage and you've got theft and vandalism and all that on there as well because you want to protect that truck and that investment. While if something were to happen, like David, when he did our, we had a sales card that we let him use that we just drove around for sales. So a little Corolla, four-door, two-wheel drive, front-wheel oh, drive. you're talking about when he took David, he took it, the damn, and no shit, guys. He took our sales vehicle to the deer lease to go mudding. And then when I'm like, Why, where's my car? Because he was supposed to bring it back because I needed it for sales versus taking my big ass tank SUV that got like 15 miles a gallon. And it was excuse after excuse. Oh, you know, I used, I need it for this job. So my truck's not ready. Okay, well, that's fine. You know, I guess I'll just use my tank. <laughs> and then after about a week, I'm like, look, I see where my car is. I'm going to go get it. Just either you bring it to me or else I'm going to go get it. Because we had, you know, GPS on it. The whole front end is bumpers just crushed to shit the axle was bent i mean it was <laughs> i was pissed i was like why didn't you a why why did you think that that was okay taking a corolla to the deer lease to go mudding and then lie to me about it that was he was immediately terminated of course but just some of the things that people do you just gotta be mindful of it like they're doing that on the side with your shit don't do it so let's talk about how come people do not allow them to take their vehicles home. Is it because of that? I'm really curious. I wonder why. Yeah, I've never asked that question. I haven't either. I mean, I get like if you're in construction and you have like these big ass excavator trucks or the dump trucks or, you know, the big ass 350 trucks to carry your stone and your tile and all that. Like I get that. But if you're just doing a service vehicle for like a little van or something. Yeah, we just use the little Chevy Colorados. We don't even pull the trailers. We just use the Chevy Colorados. Yeah. And we have one van. And I think Aaron is the only one that's allowed to take a vehicle home. Lucky her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really am curious. So if you're in Florida, why don't you let your employees take your vehicles home? Is it the liability? Is it just to make sure stuff doesn't get stolen? Because like Garrett with our truck, he he had the hammerhead on the back of it. And he had a camera out his window, right? Because oh, he lived in yeah, an apartment. That was funny. Yeah. So we lived in an apartment and he put a camera that's where his truck is in the parking lot. And he gets a little alert. And he looks out there because he normally doesn't check it, but he's like, something's off, right? So he goes to check it. And there's a guy that, or a, a car of people that pulled there's up. There's a Cadillac, <laughs> old Cadillac car. Yeah. Trying to undo this hammerhead off the back of the damn truck because he didn't have the lock on there. And they couldn't figure out how to get off. Well, they finally got it off. And here comes Garrett running down the stairs to get the hammerhead. And luckily, Garrett got it. They didn't get the hammerhead because they couldn't figure out how to get it all the way off the hitch. Or did they get it off the hitch? Do you remember? They got it off. They were trying to cram it in the back seat the of this damn Cadillac. And everybody knows how big those damn um, those wheelies are. The, with the, the caddy wagons. and all. Yeah. yeah, the caddy and all. It was the and hammerhead was with the caddy. Shove that thing in the back of a Cadillac car. And Garrett just goes over and starts swinging. <laughs> 
like, they took know. off. They left one of the guys, though. That was funny. One of the guys that was out trying to pull it off was still left, and the, the driver of the caddy pulled off, and Garrett's chasing this guy down the damn street. You see it on the little ring camera just going, and I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like, Garrett, you know, if that would have happened, you know, A, we have insurance for that, but it's like 1200 bucks, so we wouldn't have followed on our insurance. And two, thank you, but like Garrett was like, I'm going to pop him, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, oh, God, you know. Yeah, you would never expect this from this boy either. <laughs> no. He was like this, like my pinky. He was big, that big around. He was tiny, tiny, but he could brawl. He could, he could handle himself. So, well, that's my two cents for this episode. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, no. I'm just, I like Florida. I'm happy here now. I finally got settled in. And I, I like the company are. I'm working for. And I, I hope in. you're enjoying the company you're working for. Yeah. I finally like, yeah, Wes is great. I love Wes. He's, um... He's a character. I will. I will tell you. Like at first, because you know, at first when you meet somebody, you're you're unsure, you're unsettled. I re- I didn't get that unsettlement from him like I did with the first company that you were temporarily doing. Like I told you from day one, like something's off with this guy. You need to be cautious of it. And then of course, you know, I was watching a shit like a hawk, and you know, sure enough, I'm like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. And then you know, then we we're like, okay, we can't keep doing this temporary for you. We're done. Sorry. Then when we met Wes, and like funny how we met Wes, so like I sent my resume yeah, accidentally. He, he made a comment about that the other day. He's like, I've seen your wife's resume, but I don't think I've actually ever seen yours. It's like, well, you don't want her, you want me. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent him my resume accidentally, and because I forgot to switch it, and he called me and he was like, Oh, so I noticed you did this. And I'm like, oh, shit, who is this? Wait a minute. I was like, I didn't mean to send my resume. I meant to send my husband. He's like, no, I like your resume. What does your husband do? I'm like, well, everything I do, except he doesn't do, you know, the business side of the things. That That's me. I was like, and I do everything he does, except I don't do the electrical side of things or the equipment side of things, you know. And he's like, wait a minute, there's two of you? He's like, can I can I interview with both of you? I'm like, yeah, you can, but, you know, I think I'm going to accept the position that I, you know, I've already been offered for. And, you know, the position that I had, they were, he was super nice. And we just, we just clicked, you know, we just hit it off too. Like my, my company I'm working for and Chris just clicked with his too. And so it's, it's nice. So when you have that company that you like, just stay with them, do good for them and they'll do good for you. In my opinion, please stay better. They should. But anyways, that's my episode for this week. Until next time, I will holler at you guys later. Bye. Bye. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 